Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest online financial advisor. Now, of course, you know this, but I want to remind you, you've got two chances every week to get on the air with us. Well, most weeks, at least, in case I blab on too long during our interview segment. Um, But if it's a nice, normal show, we've got the listener question of the week that follows on Thursdays. And Tuesdays, like today, we drop this Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. If you'd like to get on the air with us, it's so easy. Just shoot us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Today, we've got Chelsea from North Carolina. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome to the program. What can I do for you? Hey, Jill. Thanks so much for taking my call. I've been a huge fan of the show since the start. Yay! What's been your favorite episode? <laughs> um. Oh, gosh, there's so many. Mm. I really love the episodes where you just sort of talk about the general rules about financial planning and that sort of thing. Okay, great. We go, I, yeah. I need to get that unsolicited feedback unless it's bad and then I don't want to hear it. Um, okay, yeah. what can we do for you today? Um, so I had a question about post-tax retirement contribution. Okay. So we just got the um, offer through my husband's 401k to be able to contribute additional post-tax contributions to what we were contributing. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time wrapping my, round, my head around um, when this is a good idea, when to use this over a taxable account, et cetera. Gotcha. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So you, we know you're married because you just mentioned a husband. Yeah. How old are you? Um, we are both 34. Okay. And um, do you have kids? No kids, yeah. Okay. Plan on it, though? Um, eventually, yeah, okay. probably the next couple of years. Okay. Debt outstanding. Give me a little bit of a rundown. Um, so I have a fairly significant student debt because I'm um, in the medical profession, so MD um, student debt can be quite a bit. I it used to be one eighty. We're down to sixty thousand on that. Wait and, a minute. Um, you wait. Wait a second. I just hold on a second. One eighty to sixty. You're amazing. Uh, thanks. That's it, fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Um, what kind of doctor but, are you? Uh, I do uh, critical care medicine. That's too bad because I can't really ask you a question about <laughs> anything for myself right now. Okay. No, you don't want to see me. I know, right? Um, it's like that's that's the yeah. worst. Uh, how much do you earn <laughs> annually? Um, so right now together we earn about 300 Okay, great. The sixty grand that remains on your loans, mm-hmm. that is at what interest rate? It's at five and a half. Okay, not terrible, but still like, you know, two and a half times what you get on your interest that's out there. Uh, Yeah, and I'm just um, finishing training. So I've been um, doing, going for the public service loan forgiveness and I'm about eight years in. So we only have about two years left. Interesting. So in other words, at the end of those two years, so you're making payments now, but at the end of those two years, is, is it, did the 180 go to 60 because some is forgiven every year or is it whatever remains gets forgiven? I don't know the contours. It's whatever of, remains gets forgiven. So you've been a very good doobie paying this thing off and whatever. Yeah, we, rem- wanted, yeah, we wanted to have the option to pay it off if we wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Um, besides that student debt. Um, the only thing we have is a mortgage at What's left on it is one fifty. Okay. How much is the house worth? About two twenty. Okay. You're not you're not paying that down early, are you? Not really. Okay. No. And what's the interest rate on the mortgage? <laughs> so we have an adjustable arm. Um, <laughs> right now it's four. Okay. It's not somewhere that we thought we would stay for very long. Actually, we adjusted down the first couple of times. We yeah. adjusted, so. All right. So you're at four, and it's adjustable. 
Uh, well, what's the game plan? Just give me big picture game plan. Do, will you sell it or, or now you, you're going to lock down and stay in there? I think we'll probably sell it in the next couple of years and just move into something a little bit bigger. Either that or we would rent it if we stay in the area, probably keep it as a second. Case. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Very good. Okay. Now. Let's talk about that that um, household income of three hundred grand. You're both mm-hmm. using retirement plans through your employers. Are you both maxing out? Are you both putting eighteen thousand five hundred a year away? Yes. Okay, great. Besides that, what else are you doing in terms of savings? So, in those retirement accounts, we are currently at about three seventy five for both of us, okay. and they're split between. Roth, we both have Roth 401ks, uh, mine's a 403b, mm-hmm. and then a traditional. So they're about 50-50 in that. Great. Perfect. And I like that. the last couple of years, we have um, been doing the Roth conversions into Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. So we each have about 20000 in the, a Roth IRA. So you've been doing the backdoor? Yeah. Okay. So that's great. You still have the cash flow to do this. Is that correct? I mean, in other mm-hmm. words, is it tight? Are you feeling like, oh, we're killing ourselves to put all this money away for our retirement savings? Or is it, nah, it's not that big a deal? No, it's not that big of a deal. We have another like 220 or so in a taxable account mm-hmm. that's managed. Um, and we end up with an extra couple thousand a month that just sort of ends up sitting in cash because we don't really know what to do with it. Oh, poor you. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that, no, that's great. That's <laughs> totally great. So now, so 220, 750, about 800 in retirement. So right now we're at 220 taxable, about 800 in retirement. In emergency reserve fund, about how much? Um, we have 50,000 in a Okay. So like a, what what would be if if you were going to move in the next say couple of years if I told you don't don't rent that place out just sell it and and move to something else and just move. what mm-hmm. would what would you have to spend on a new home to be in a place you'd really want to be in maybe more like 400 okay no problem. That's good. I mean, you've got the, the reason. The only reason I ask that is that if you were going to tell me eight hundred, then we were going to have to, you know. But you're not going to probably by the time you get to that point, you're really not going to have to spend too much money out of your taxable account. That's all I was trying to figure out. That if you were I, right, yeah. so you would take your equity in your home, you'd put it down, and that would mm-hmm. be the the only reason why I would say that is uh, unless you think. I don't know. You're a doctor. You really want to deal with being a, a landlord. If you want to do it, it could be a great thing. It can be a moneymaker. You'd have to lock down that um, that mortgage. And if you really thought yeah. you were going to keep it, I might even just convert it right now and make it a fixed rate. If you really, truly say to yourselves, you know what? We are totally keeping this no matter what. Maybe you have a relative who wants to live in it. I would I would get a fixed rate mortgage. Conversely, if you're like, nah, we're not really going to do that. That's silly. We're going to have kids. We're going to have a life. We're not going to want to be landlords. Yeah. Then don't refinance. Just keep what you have. Okay, that's good to hear. I think we've been leaning maybe more towards the latter, and the amount of paperwork to go through a refinance is just. <laughs> <doesn't seem worth> <laughs> so basically, we don't want to be landlords, not because we don't want to get a call in the middle of the night. We don't want to actually complete the paperwork. I understand. It's mostly the hassle of the refinance. I understand. Um, in that case, let, let me pose another query to you. Is there any reason why you shouldn't start looking for a home now? Um, 
Not necessarily. No, not other than um, we don't really need we're. We don't really need the additional space. We're Under- comfortable where we are. So right, right. It would just be I, moving for the, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the okay, so let me tell you why I'm asking that. I, I, I like your attitude, to me, makes a lot of sense. In the back of my mind, I am thinking, hmm, you know, 30-year fixed-rate mortgage has risen in, you know, pricing, right? It's like we're probably at mm-hmm. like more like 4.5% right now for a 30-year fixed we are probably going to see the the ten year treasury, which is the benchmark for a mortgage, drift up in yield. We you know we're already at three percent. So I guess the question is that if you know you really want to move, you want to try to essentially lock down that variable expense in the future, which is in two years, I don't know where mortgage rates are going to be. For all I know, I mean, I'm going to make this up. I don't know. Maybe we're going to be at five and a half or six percent as a mortgage, which is still fine. You know, you're not going to, it's not going to be like the worst thing in the world. But if you know you want to move, maybe just because you have the cash flow and you don't have kids yet and you don't have anything, you can kind of get yourself set up, be in a place you want to be and without any pressure. So I put that out there as an idea, not a necessary idea. If that were the case, then I would not want you to make a post-tax contribution. I'm a little bit so I'm 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 hedging you a little bit because the post-tax contribution is great, but it's still in an account where you lose the liquidity, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so because you don't have kids yet, so I feel like there's two big things that are on the horizon. The house, the house upgrade and kids. And having that post-tax money that's out there is great you know, that post, uh, you know, the, the mm-hmm. retirement contribution, but contribution, yeah. but to fund it this minute feels a tiny bit premature. And I almost would, you know, as we already talked, you already have 800 grand in retirement funds. I almost mm-hmm. would prefer to say, let's just beef up that taxable account. We know you're going to have a, a house and a kids and, you know, maybe you're going to want to fund 529 plans and you're not going to want that money that's sitting yeah. in a, a retirement account. So I might hold off on that, um, especially because you're such good savers already, and kind of maybe even talk to a financial planner and, and see what this looks like or run your own numbers. I think you are really ahead of the game when it comes to retirement, so I'm not that concerned about it, but there are these two other things that are cooking in the background that are going to come to the foreground pretty soon. Okay. So, yeah, that's good to know to focus on that rather than it's just you get the the option to do something. It's like, I don't know. Should we? <laughs> yeah, right. Should I? I don't know. Well, you know, you're great retirement savers. So I think that you've done a terrific job. And look, if if all of a sudden, if, you're, if your total income goes from, say, three hundred to 400000 you might say, eh, mm-hmm. let's use it. But what the hell, right? But yeah. if uh, you're staying at three hundred and you've got these other things coming up, you may want to just preserve the flexibility, even though it's not, you're not having like that ability to kind of hold out and put money in and not get taxed on the accumulation. I mean, I would suggest that tax rates are pretty low right now anyway. So um, I wouldn't mind just having a taxable account and building that up a bit, especially in advance of what could be some bigger expenses in the future. Sound good? That sounds great. Yeah, Um, thank you. All right. What else? Anything else on your horizon? (laughs) I don't think so. I think that was it. All right. Go take care of uh, all those critically injured people. And I (laughs) hope that I don't need your critical care in North Carolina. But I'll ask for you if I do. (laughs) Okay. If you need. (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you so much for calling. (laughs) Thanks, Bill. Good luck. All righty. Thanks. 
Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 